listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers, seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation, and perhaps discover your own understory. Hello, everyone. My name is Sinna Smallwood, and thank you for tuning in to the Project Understory podcast. I am a wildlife education student here at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point who have always had a love for wildlife. Um, I am currently finishing up my final semester, and I am working at the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station as a part of that final semester. So today I want to tell you a story which I will call a saltwater struggle. This story is about the first time that I ever went snorkeling at the tender age of seven. And at this time I was with my mother who had received some advice online on enhancing our snorkeling experience. How, you might ask, was this advice supposed to enhance our snorkeling experience? Um, You will learn over the course of this episode, but I will spoil one thing for you. It was not actually good advice. I would say this actually made our snorkeling experience much worse. So, the setting for this story is actually off the coast of Belize. So, you might remember my note from earlier that I've always had a love for wildlife, but I actually had very few opportunities to experience true wilderness while I was growing up. So, when I was born, I was actually living in the Chicago suburbs, and that is where I spent most of my childhood. So, I was surrounded by a lot of suburban stuff and not a lot of actual wilderness or nature. Most of my experience in nature was at nature centers, in zoos, and then in controlled environments while I was on vacation, so like excursions and stuff on cruises, and that is where one of these takes place. And this isn't really meant to downplay the importance of those experiences at all. Um, It was just a little bit different than many of my peers who definitely grew up a little more on the wild side, and I say that very lovingly. Um, I would not be the person that I am today without the effort that was made by those places to reach out to kids that are in places with very little nature. So this example falls under the vacations category in which my mom, dad, and my half-sister all and I all went on a cruise to Belize together, and one of those cruise excursions was shoreline snorkeling, which was very exciting to me because I was only seven years old. And at the time, I was one of those seven-year-olds who was kind of obsessed with watching Finding Nemo on repeat. So after watching that for about the hundredth time, I was completely obsessed with tropical fish. I would always um, sideline my parents whenever we went to the pet store to just stare at the tanks for hours. And my mom thought that I would enjoy this for that reason. So she had found some ideas online as to how to spice up the encounter for us. So the idea that she had received online was to sneak bread off of the cruise ship and bring it into the water to feed the fish so they will get really active and you'll see a bunch of them. So cruise ships are kind of like uh, hotel continental breakfasts in the sense that in the morning they'll have a whole buffet where you can go and pick stuff up. So you can grab bagels 
And that is what she ended up grabbing to bring off of the cruise ship. And the intended purpose of this is probably so that you won't have to stop for food anywhere throughout the course of the day. Um, but that is not the intention that we had for these bagels, or at least not the intention that she had. I was none the wiser as to her idea, as it was supposed to be surprising, and it was supposed to make me really excited. So we got off the cruise ship, we went to the shoreline, we rented our snorkels from the place that had set up with the cruise line, and we waded into the water for the first time. So I was looking around at all of the birds and all of the fish that you really can't see in northern Illinois, and I'm just taking it all in. And she's like, hey, like, we have something really cool that we're going to do. So she, instead of ripping the bagel up into smaller pieces, just kind of tosses one of the whole halves of it into the water. And as you may imagine, we are immediately completely swarmed by tropical fish. And this might be really cool to an adult who is emotionally adjusted. But as a child with very extreme anxiety... I immediately started panicking. So I am full on crying and freaking out because we are swarmed completely by fish. And she's not really sure how to react to this because she also can't really move. Um, so the fish begin to dissipate. And in order to get rid of the other half of the bagel, she just kind of tosses it away from us. But she doesn't really realize that there is another person in the general area where she has tossed this other half of the bagel. So the fish immediately then swarm that person who begins freaking out and shouts about how there are piranhas in the water. Which kind of put a more positive spin on it for me because I was seven and I thought that it was kind of funny. And also piranhas are definitely not native to Belize. You have to go to um, the actual southern parts of South America for that. And we were very much still in the central part. So the person who had the bagel tossed at them is freaking out and eventually leaves the water themselves. And help, thankfully, that actually did help me calm down a little bit because the fish have returned to their normal numbers and their behaviors. And I wasn't too freaked out, so I didn't leave the water or anything. Um, the problem was never the fish. It was simply our decision to bring the bread along and really stir the pot for them. Um, ultimately, the entire situation ended up being pretty funny in retrospect. After all, it was just fish, and it was certainly not piranhas. So we definitely did ruin that other person's day, uh, which isn't really very nice of us. But at the very least, everything turned out fine. So I really don't remember much of this story myself in retrospect, just because I was so young when it happened. It's more so a story that I've been told about myself over and over at family gatherings and stuff, because it was funny that I had a total panic over the fish that were around me. Um, but I do remember the cooler parts of it, like um, the fact that I was seeing all of those fish up close like that, and how after the chaos had subsided, I got to watch their natural behaviors and see them all swimming around and just being tropical fish, which I really don't get to see in Illinois. And that is also an opportunity that not everyone can have, which I value definitely the fact that I was able to have that. Um, as an important disclaimer, I want to tell everyone listening that bread is actually really bad for wildlife. Um, in fish, much like many humans, they actually can't digest gluten, and it can back up their digestive systems pretty bad if they have too much and get them very sick. Um, I also often see bread being tossed out to ducks and geese and things like that, but it can actually make their bones grow incorrectly and make it impossible for them to fly. So if you're thinking about feeding wildlife at all, 
Um, you can go with halved grapes, cracked corn, peas. There's all sorts of things that they can actually digest properly that are good for them. That you can still have that hands-on feeding experience, um, but you won't be hurting them by doing it. Um, another big takeaway here that I think we can all relate to is that not everything you see on the internet is true, but even if it is true, that doesn't mean it's a good idea. So it's always good to do more research and make sure that the idea you've stumbled across online is safe for you and safe for the environment. If I were to go back and redo this experience, I think that I would probably tell my mom I'd rather just watch the fish performing their natural behaviors in their natural environment, because what's more beautiful than that? Certainly not getting swarmed and panicking about it. Thank you all for listening, and see you next time. This has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new and meaningful ways.